passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. That's right. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Door, bumper, clear. Clear by two, pretty really shallow entry. Door, bumper, clear. What's up, DBC fans? Andrew Curland, a DBC producer from this year, here with a special clip episode, the best of series from Door Bumper Clear. Uh, I'll tell you, we comb through every single DBC episode this year, picking out the best moments from the season. And uh, let me tell you this, what you're about to hear is a wild trip down memory lane. Uh, We're going to try and format this show similar to how we do the show every single week. Uh, You know, as the producer, one of my jobs is to make the show rundown sheet every week, which lays out the different segments and topics for the show. We're going to try and follow that here with this best of show and the opening segment of every week is titled BS because frankly... Sometimes the guys need to bullshit around a little bit before we get started. Whether you're a new listener or a longtime listener of the show, one thing that is universally known is that this thing gets off the rails fast. So I think we should kick it off with some of the craziest ways we've kicked off a show here on DBC. All right, I'm, I'm going to start because Freddie might not make it. <clears throat> Hurry up. It's ticking time bomb. Hey, everybody. That was bad. All right, let's try again. That was bad. It's really bad. Uh, TJ's been smoking. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, sir, whatever. It's going to be a long <laughs> show. <laughs> sound like, God, what is in my lungs? All right. Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Major, spotted of the Six Cup Car. I had the 61 truck this weekend, and I know you were missing You were missing the truck race, and Brett. Brett Griffin and I, Freddie Kraft. <laughs> I hope he <laughs> chokes on whatever he eats for lunch and vomits. I don't think he's going to eat lunch. He's going to be sleeping. I don't think it was my fault. <laughs> off. <laughs> All the way off. Well. Now, hey. I am never hanging out with you. You are a dirt racer <laughs> ever again. What's we, his name? We, we can cut right the high, to the, the high French, side French tickler. tickler. Is that oh his name? Oh, my God. <laughs> we can cut right to the DVC A vein if you want. Ready. Who uh, are you? Ready. All right, guys. We'll uh, talk to you yeah. next week. I bet <laughs> Andrew doesn't know what a French tickler is. That, Brett. He <laughs> has no f***ing idea what a French tickler is. Brandon's covering his face. Brandon's turning red laughing, and Andrew has no let's idea. Take, I'll just let's, look it up. Let's, no, hang on. Let me go down the line. Do you Google know what it, it is? <laughs> Do you know what it is? Casey is also Googling it. This guy in the end has no, no idea either. These two on the end, these two don't know. These three. They're children. <laughs> anyway. Wait, French Freddy tickler's Kraft. are children? 
No, no, no. They you guys are well, children. They make children. Yeah, I was you cannot say. say it's illegal to say French tickler and children in the same sentence. That is illegal. You, you can't you say that. You just did, so you might need to cut that out. Why is it French? <laughs> okay, ready. Holy <laughs> Ready craft. What's up? Uh, <laughs> this show is not going to make it. Like no. This might be it. We might be done after this one. <laughs> and we haven't even finished the intro I'm going to die. Why is it French? <laughs> uh, hi, I'm. My name is Fred Kraft. French Freddy. French Freddy. Oh, last night, last night, you would have loved this part. Oh, this uh, a lady right. walks over to him, and she's an attractive older lady, right? And I say older is in my age. She French. She's like, are you John Kraft? <laughs> oh my God. She goes. She like, and, and poor John gets this all the time because me and John obviously yeah. look a lot alike. And everybody goes, Freddy. And John's like, No, I'm not Freddy. But and it happened. And he gets so mad. And yesterday, this lady walks over, and Brett goes, Oh, she recognized you and I'm like oh god I don't know like I mean obviously we're in big owls all the time but I'm like oh I don't know who this lady is and she comes walking over she's like John right and I'm like no oh my god (laughs) she's like you're not John I go no I got a brother named John she's like does he look like you I was like yeah unfortunately I was like yeah but John has a beard like Freddie has a normal beard you cannot say that I can't hey guys, Casey vote here and before Andrew's making notes now to ask Mike Davis if we can say yeah. Mike, can we say French tickler and <laughs> in the same show? That's actually, a, we should get bonus points for the, working those two words in. French <laughs> tickler. We just invented a new condom, tickler. Oh my God. Speaking of, not that we want to go any further off the rails, but I, I was asked last week oh, if, there I don't a, know where this if, if there was a particular condom brand that wanted to sponsor the show. Oh, I did see that. We tickler. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm going to have an aneurysm. uh, Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Uh, We're going to be in Roval this weekend. Uh, (laughs) Word. Comes out on Wednesday. I'll finish the show with Blake and Brandon. (laughs) This is a great time to bring up our presenting sponsor. It's not really, but I'm really sorry. By texting DBC to 989-898. That's 989-898. How many weeks is a sponsor new? I'm just curious because I think a new sponsor is like one week. No, they've been with us now the for they've game. been with us now for three whole weeks. They're a longtime sponsor of DBC at right. this point. <laughs> no, listen, my favorite thing is listening to how many different ways Casey can say nine eight nine eight nine eight. So if you so if you have normal ears saying. out there, it's actually nine eight nine eight nine eight, and you text DBC <laughs> well, I, to that I, number. Did said, you ever okay. realize? Did you ever? I mean, obviously you've realized. I'm sorry, this, I, and I I can't. That remember. is what I said. I can't remember the comedian that said it, but like he said, could you imagine if you didn't have proper phone number etiquette? Like, because you know, everybody's like, my number is, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, they just rattled off. And if you were like, what, well, my number is uh, three, <laughs> four, eight, nine, seven. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you'd never yeah. get the phone hey. number. Okay, well, I may yeah. say it different times or different ways, so but this you is better what believe I, people are going to th- remember. This yeah, is literally I mean, what our listeners are saying to you, but you can't hear the Casey. <laughs> Casey, can you read that number back again? Uh, Brett, it's uh, 989-8988. <laughs> I Freddy, well, Freddy, whatever you do. Hey guys, please text nine eight nine eight nine eight. Listen, whatever you do right now, text DVC to nine eight nine eight nine eight. Hey, or, or any of those three numbers. Yeah, what about nine eight nine? <laughs> 
gotta finish it now. Uh, nine eight nine eight nine eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now you reloaded. know they're gonna remember. <laughs> what, I mean, hey everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do it. <laughs> we should. No, you, you gotta do it. You have to. So funny. You have All to. Right. <clears throat> Y'all ready? <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, <laughs> <laughs> spotter of the six cup car, the eight Xfinity car, oh. and the O2 truck. Joining we're, me today. We're working on TJ's nine nine hundred number voice this morning. Uh, what's up, Freddie Kratz? I'm doing, I'm doing Casey's reads from now on. <laughs> Contact Casey. By all means, go. <laughs> I am. Still- you want, do you want my Venmo? Because I mean, I could accept some money right now. <laughs> Let's try to let's try to call. Are you recording yet, Andrew? I am. All right, let's try to call Freddie. I need see if see see his status. Hey, you reach Freddie Kratz. Is that even ring? Thanks. So if you wonder where Freddie's at, it's. Should we leave him a message? You should just be the whole podcast. Yeah, we'll just leave. Here. Freddie, you're a piece of. <laughs> where are you at? <laughs> this is Columbia all over again. <laughs> Freddie, welcome back, man. Yeah, hey, yeah, Freddie. Freddie's alive. I People. Still, still kicking, still alive. Apologies to Artie. <laughs> I should have probably maybe showed up last week. And the week. producers and, uh, and Golden. Well, I don't Grey like Go- you guys. I like Artie. The Grey Goose <laughs> is over there. I mean, she was expecting you to be here. I was actually worried about you. They were all like, no, uh, There was reason to be worried about me. I uh-huh. promise you. So what happened? Uh, I might have <laughs> slept in. I told you. No, I man. It. You said you blacked <laughs> <laughs> I, I did some somebody some we had to go out like listen Brett only turned 60 once so we so went out for Brett's birthday he's the one that was sober on the show and you were I, the one you called him sober on that show I <laughs> played it well uh, but no I slept in I was tired and probably for the best he I, was tired he's in I, I was probably for the best <laughs> of all the f- Excuses, he comes up with tired right here live. <laughs> it's not an excuse. I think <laughs> if you know me well enough, you How know long have the, you been rehearsing that. F- <laughs> I, was, uh, I was tired. The best thing that happened to me that day was probably not coming to this podcast. <laughs> I was tired. I felt about four o'clock in the afternoon Watch that this. I still didn't need <laughs> to hear. So every, every other every year, he tries to eat his toast. Every other year, Freddie goes missing, and that was just it was his turn. I think it's been a couple years since that happened. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's every yeah. other. Uh, so what is this? Twenty three. So two <laughs> two thousand twenty five. What? How old are you? Is that your fifty? When do you turn? 50? That'll be fiftieth. Oh, f- yeah. so what happened? <laughs> well, what's the last thing you remember from that night? No, I just did my alarm. My phone this was off, so like, my alarm didn't go. Hey, we I are going back to Gateway. We are <laughs> going back to St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. No, that's. Hey, that might be beneficial. <laughs> So did you turn your phone off or what happened? I guess. I don't know. Something happened. <laughs> My phone was off. No, no alarm. Woke up about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Where? Mike Davis called me uh, and he said, uh, <laughs> we, were, we were talking about a few things. We got a bunch of fun projects we're working on behind the scenes. But anyway, he said, so what happened with Freddie? And I told him the story and he's like, oh, this one's almost better than the Columbia story. We got to get him to tell us the story one day. But obviously <clears> it's not going to be today because Freddie was tired. One thing, one thing I promise you, you will not beat at this year's Daytona 500 was the flyover and then the flyover uh, after that and the flyover after that and then the flyover listen after. to me if you Dude. were on the roof the one time yeah they you would have your pants <laughs> so there was that two guy, things that guy was close that guy was 20 feet over our head they did a practice the day before yeah you, i saw that that morning yeah will, okay so I woke up to it yeah well i got <laughs> i got the uh good old come on in here and get take this little test so Oh, congratulations. So I'm in sample. there. Guess when the first excellence, uh, like a whole cup of it, man. All right, I um, love it. So the best part about this is I, the, I'm in there 
you know, and the first flyover happens, and I'm. <laughs> you wanna, <laughs> so you you made a mess. I almost made a mess. It was really close. Oh. Was, man, that thing shook the building. Oh wow! I didn't know, and there was no warning. They just the first time over was like, yeah, here you are trying to perform. Here I am and, trying to, you know, in the middle of your performance, trying to piss excellence here, and I can't even do it. But I don't want to spill any. People- I don't I feel waste like, any of that. I feel like that's almost a consequence if you say something dumb on the show the week before. So that must be a good well, start I passed like three other you. spotters on the way. So, I mean, our, the best spot, listen, I can't really rap, beat on too bad here. <laughs> so the 17 is not running the last practice. And uh, guess who else got a, a good over? <laughs> yes, he, he was so mad. He had to get up. It's random, in. but they got both Roush spotters. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> All right, <laughs> guys, show up like this to the meeting, please. Tomorrow, tomorrow, please. I'm not showing up to. I'll, I'll be on a call. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> be like this on the call. Are yeah. you going to the cup one tomorrow? Meetings? Come on, <laughs> come on. Holy That's cow. like saying uh, Brett's gonna do <laughs> a on. truck race. What an idiot! Part time. What, what an idiot! I'm Part- changing my wood idiot to Chandler Smith. Thank you. Brett's gonna go to a meeting. Part time. Spot on, spot off. Spot off. Spot on. <laughs> yeah, spot on. It was super fun yesterday to ride around there. And I am spot off. Damn. Where'd he come from? Well, if you know these guys, you know it's a damn opinionated group. And we've had plenty of on-track moments to talk about over the course of this season. Here's some of the best debates, conversations, and guest interviews that we've had from this year on DBC. I, I say this, if I'm a NASCAR team owner, I am protecting my drivers in bubble wrap, and I do not want them to do any extracurricular activities where they could get hurt. Because I look at the situation with the, the nine team right now, and if I'm Napa, all of a sudden, my driver, who I've invested millions in, there's a possibility, maybe it's small, but it's still a possibility now that he's not going to make the playoffs. He's not going to be able to compete for the championship that's a frustrating situation. And I understand that drivers have to live their life. And I, and I understand that they need an outlet to get out and, and get away from the stress. But there are other ways to do that other than doing extracurricular sports that bring a high risk to it. And I understand that Chase has been doing this for a long time. He's good at snowboarding. He's used to it. I understand all that, but it's still a risk and it's an unnecessary risk. And in this day and age with all of the money and the investment and everything else and everything on his shoulders on the organization that's put on him, I just cannot justify drivers going out and doing these kind of things. I understand you've got to, you've got to get away from things that play golf, do something else, uh, recreational that doesn't put you at a heightened risk to get hurt. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm on the fence here. So bad. I feel like TJ, um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm of the opinion guys should live their life. I feel like you should put it in the hands. I don't know if it needs to be contractual, but I feel like you should put it in the hands of the driver to be smart enough to, to not put yourself at risk. And, and do I have a problem with him going snowboarding? Not really. Do I have a problem with him going snowboarding the day before practice? Probably less than 24 hours before practice? Maybe. Now, it wouldn't have mattered if he broke his leg on Monday or Tuesday. He's still going to be out. He's still going to be out. But, you know, it, I see the, the, our, my stuff, and I'm sure Brett's did too, Twitter, everything blew up with, I guess you got your one idiot for the week. You know, uh, what an idiot. No, I, and, and I don't think, you know, it, it, listen, it, you, if you love snowboarding, do it in December or, you know, and that's my, thing. you know, and, and I get it. You know, the thing that really cracked me up about this, you know, uh, literally blew up hundreds of technical tweets and stuff about there's your one idiot, one idiot. How could he do this? The guy ran a midget at the chili bowl. He ran a midget a bunch of times last year. 
um, with no experience, no experience whatsoever, just jumped in a midget and went, which I think is one of the most dangerous forms of racing that we have in this country. And every time I saw him race, there was a line of people waiting for an autograph. While they were there, were they were they shouting at him, you're an idiot for doing this because you're jeopardizing your season in the nine car? No. So if if you're gonna show up and, and support him at these dirt races when when you know he's out there risking just as much to to, to you know, you can you could say uh, he's he's, you know, trying to improve his racecraft, but I mean, you could just as easily. I mean, there's a reason why JGR basically told Christopher Bell last year, "You're done driving midgets after that race in Texas." Like, it's one of the most dangerous forms of racing that we have. And the, if you're not going to call him an idiot while he's out there running a midget, you can't really call him an idiot for skiing. And it appeared to me like um, uh, Danny just kind of ran Ross into the fence and then proceeded to run in the back of him three or four times down the back stretch trying to wreck him. So I don't know if I don't know if something happened before that or if this is dates back to last year, last year yeah. or you know, it's just I mean, I don't think it was intentional. Looked a little bit intentional, but it was he just literally ran, I, I was like, oh, he must have got on his door. Then we watched it. There's a really good replay from Harvick's in car. Oh, them yeah. going in the corner and Ross really couldn't be any higher on the racetrack. Yeah. And then he just kind of squeezes him in the face. He went up he went up and got him. Yeah. Like Well you said TJ said that Ross said, I ain't going to do nothing. Yeah, but I mean, that's still like, they were both like, Denny was, was going to have a good if run. If that was a retaliation, <laughs> if that was intentional, that was not, no, Denny, you, you are him. great. Please did, keep did signing anything, my paychecks, but that did not work. Did anything happen before that point, though? I don't, not that I, saw. I don't think so. Not that I saw. I mean, saw. last year. <laughs> I mean, besides that, yeah. It's just like, if you're going to, if you're going to do that, like Denny was going to run top five to seven, I think. That's kind of where he was single all digits, day. Single digits, probably. And then you ended up, I think, 20-something 20 20 something because Ooh. of that. Yeah, that definitely went intentional. I'd be curious. The action's detrimental. Is recording right now, so I'd be see. curious be to see what his thoughts are. You should text him. Make sure you talk about that. Yeah. Oh, he'll talk. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he Facetime him, man. I'd Facetime Dale Jr. if it was him. <laughs> Freddie, who do we have on the show today? So we get a lot of questions a lot of the time about like people will ask us, "How can I get on DBC?" And me and Brett have the same answer all the time. You got to do something. Like he did do something. And this some. Um, did something <laughs> josh williams is in the house hey buddy so i guess i qualified you you yeah. i mean if we're going to talk about doing something you have done something this week i didn't even have to take a provisional for this one <laughs> what's up man i'm going oh, to take know. a provisional for this show <laughs> <laughs> i know that's my favorite part of the show everybody makes funny uh, hey i just want to tell you one thing nascar listens to this show oh i know and they love us this is their favorite podcast so the fact that you came on here yeah. probably makes you immune to any and all penalties that yeah, may yeah. have been forthcoming yeah uh, can we get that in writing please <laughs> you guys can share share your experiences in the say, nascar we have, we have some in common like we Ooh, i did we did not stay as long as you did Dude, Dude, I was but you guys didn't have pizza. All, right, all right so we're obviously gonna get to this in the show but how long did you actually sit in a Holler. There was like 140 laps to go. <laughs> and I was like, can I at least change? They're like, no. I was like, can I have my backpack like with all my stuff in it? No. I'm like, man, I'm in trouble. Did so, you have your so, phone? So TV, no. TV came up to you, and they were going to interview you. Oh, they were ready. What did the official say that basically got you I mean, it was like I didn't see this. You, you guys don't understand. TV is coming up to, to interview Josh. Josh is pissed off, right? And all of a sudden, this gray-haired official comes up to Josh, and Josh is gone. I mean, he goes missing. It's like David Copperfield grabbed him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they they were like, hey, do you got time for an interview? And I was like, oh, yeah, I got plenty of time. <laughs> and 
<laughs> I was fixing to, you know, you know, jack you at this thing right here. But uh, I, was, I was like, you know, let's do it. And he's like, no, you got to go to the infield care center. And Regan's like, oh, yeah, we can't interview him until he goes to the infield care center. It's like protocol. And I was like, all right, here we go. So we went to the infield <laughs> but, care but, center. But you didn't wreck. I didn't hit nothing. So why would you have to go to the infield care center? I don't, I don't know. No. The grass was wet. Maybe they thought I sprained my ankle. Yeah. <laughs> The TJ is literally scared for you right I, TJ now. Like, the fact that he's sitting beside of you, he thinks he's going to get suspended. His hands are crossed. He's TJ's just... like, I'm sorry, NASCAR, please. I'm over here. I'm just listening, man. <laughs> listening. But, but Josh, you got pizza. They didn't get pizza. so Yeah. They well, at first he was like, do you want anything to drink? We got pizza. I was like, no. I was like, I don't want anything y'all got. And then three hours later, you're I was like, hungry. no, the pizza's not so bad. <laughs> So the officials sit around all during a race just eating pizza? Is that what took the caution so long? Oh, that's not what We're not going down that route. Oh, that might have been it. Ready? Let's let's roll into something else. What are you else. talking what, about? What, uh, Josh, <laughs> what was discussed in this NASCAR meeting? Because you guys can exchange stories. Listen, I've been in two meetings in there, and here's how my meetings went. You're a f***ing idiot. I can't believe you f***ing did that. Why are you such an idiot? And you just go, all right, you're right. Yep, that's that's that was my back and forth with mine anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's because you stole a parking pass. Well, I didn't steal one. <laughs> Borrowed temporarily. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what they don't like: counterfeit parking passes. <laughs> I deal. just haven't been. Did y'all see where that dude got fined twenty five grand for selling hot passes? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, what an idiot! Well, I was yeah. gonna beat my one idiot. You ruined it. How do you? Holy how cow. do you? How do you think? Really? A, how do you think it's a good idea to sell a hot pass? Dude, they were making a killing. Uh, I mean, they've been going on forever, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, well, I hope they made twenty five thousand. What, dude? He was making a killing selling those things. Wow, and then he would post it on like Facebook. It was on like a Facebook page. Yeah, well, at least he wasn't. He wasn't hiding it. <laughs> no, he wasn't scared for sure. All right, spot on, spot off. Josh, uh, throwing you into the fire. Bring it. <laughs> you parked your car at the start finish line and walked away from the vehicle after being ordered by series officials to bring his car to the garage during. Saturday's they Xfinity Series race. They, they told him to park Are you that spot thing. on or spot off? What an idiot. They told him to park that park thing it. and he parked it. I'm yeah, going to give him that. <laughs> I give you props for giving the peace sign instead of the other one. I was so yeah. worried. I, you know, we're on the roof, so I can't. I see yeah. him. I see Josh unbuckling. I'm like, holy shit, he's getting out of his car. And then he gets out and I seen the hand go up and I'm like, Oh God, Josh! Please tell me you didn't flip the tower off like Will Power no, style. Signed it. And then yeah. somebody later on go, Oh, thank God! Somebody's like, No, he threw a peace sign up there. I was like, Whew! Yeah. All right, go ahead. Let's, I know my limits. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> oh, I actually waved at the at the flagman. I mean, we're good friends, right? So I like waved at him. Who was flagging? Rich? Uh, I think so. <laughs> they looked right at me and they were like. <laughs> You know, they were like, oh, I hope they don't see me. Like, they waved back. We, t- we talked about it in the holler. They're like, did you see us wave back? I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's good fun. I mean, this is becoming, I saw this happen. It happened at Florence in the late mall race. I did with Dale Jr. down there last what, fall. Yeah, Chandler. Yeah. I, said, I was giving Chandler a play-by-play. I said, oh, <clears throat> I said, Josh just parked his car to start finish line. Oh, Josh is getting out of his car. All right, Josh is leaving. So then I, he Chandler's like, somebody else did that. And I, who was it? Diaz, I think, that yeah. got out of it, start, finish yeah. line. Oh, yeah. that was, <clears> same thing, Josh. Josh I mean, what? Like, radio. That's all just reactionary, right? I mean, like, like and yeah. obviously you're pissed off. Like, how does that go through your So mind? Reed Sorensen is your spotter. Yeah. Was Reed, it Reed? Let's so blame it on Reed. Let, let's, let's tell you guys how this works. NASCAR The Tower announces these types of things over NASCAR radio and the spotters and crew chiefs are generally listening. And the spotter's job is to tell you that NASCAR has deemed your car basically 
disqualified from the race. So Reed tells you what? He said, NASCAR said, park it. And I said, come again? <laughs> he said, yeah, they told us to park it. And then it got real quiet for a long time. And I'm like, just riding around. And I was like, hello. I was like, are we really done? Like, is this serious? And yeah, they were the, hollering on the radio numerous times. Oh, yeah. So at this point, I'm like creeping down the front stretch. Because, I mean, I just didn't. Just waiting to hear, like. And I stopped. And I didn't do it right then. Like, I just stopped, and I was, like, waiting. And it was nothing. Apparently, they were all talking to the officials. So I just unplugged, and I'm like, I'm just going to get out. I mean, it was like that. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't, like, riding around, like, oh, I'm going to cause the scene. <laughs> I was, like, slowing down and be like, what are we doing? Do and you think, do you, and I think I know the answer to this question. Do you think you should have been parked? I don't think so, no. I don't either. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think that's why this is getting so much attention is because the court of public opinion is on your side. I hate to tell you, that's not going to help you when they make the <laughs> yeah. decision as to what they're going to do to you. But at the end of the day, I go back to what I said, man, the TV broadcast was so extended and it was, I mean, Justin Algar called it quote embarrassing. Like, I, I think we were just to the point to where you, you were just the scapegoat for, man, this is a bad broadcast and we're going to, we're going to park this guy. Yeah. I mean, it is a rule, right? We so, saw I mean, the rule, Bob. Yeah, it, the rule is it's up to their discretion, right? They can give you like any penalty they rule. want. Right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like I they could have cool gave penalty. you like a lap or two <laughs> yeah. laps because I would have got it back. Yeah. there was, was plenty of four hundred cautions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it just you know it's unfortunate, right? So we got uh, our sponsor on the car, right? They're Atlanta based. Everyone's there, and we made like I don't even know how many laps we made, but it wasn't enough. So it's like, what do we do? Well, I guess it kind of worked out for him better than if we would have won the race, to be honest. But, <laughs> but you know, it's like that sucks, you know, for everybody. And for points for us, I mean, we rely on getting through the off season on, on making that top 20 to get our bonus, you know, so we can pay everybody and get our cars back ready for next year. So minor setback, maybe a major setback. But <laughs> we're going to go with minor. minor. Right can you let's, tell let's us what Mario said to you before you walked off from the pit box? Uh, I've known Mario for a long time, yeah. and he's known me for a long time, and he said, be careful what you say. You know what you do for a living. I said, I know. I said, I, I got it. Yeah. I mean, 16-year-old Josh probably would have flipped the pit box over, but, you know, 29-year-old Josh said, I got to have a job on Saturday. <laughs> Spot on, spot off. Denny Hamlin says Chase Elliott's move was a, quote, tantrum. Ooh. He shouldn't be racing next week. Right rear hooks are absolutely unacceptable. Um, spot on, spot off. Ooh, Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I, uh, I feel like I've seen this somewhere before. Um, spot on for Denny's comments. Obviously, and listen, like we have a lot of fun on here about me professing my love for Denny and joking around about that. <laughs> uh, you can take Denny Hamlin completely out of this entire equation, in my opinion, would not change one bit. It could be somebody like Ross Chastain that maybe deserves 100 paybacks from 100 different people. This was completely unacceptable. Uh, Denny moves up the racetrack, squeezes Chase. Chase gets in the fence, comes down pretty clearly to me, intentionally Hooks him in the left rear. They also the touched right on the back stretch. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah. that, yeah. Um, coming off a of two. Um, but I mean, it, to me, it's pretty clear that he intentionally hangs a left turn into his right rear quarter panel. Danny posted the SMT data, which clearly shows. I didn't that, play it again. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Uh, clearly shows that he hooked him in the left rear. I mean, the right rear with a left turn. Um, so the the this, to me, 
I think that if Chase is not suspended today or tomorrow, next week's probably going to be my last week with a hard card because I tweeted last year that Bubba Wallace's <clears throat> penalty was unprecedented because nobody had ever been suspended before for intentionally hooking somebody in the fence. And let's get something clear because I see all you idiots out there <clears throat> talking about, you know, oh, Bubba did this and he did something different. He went down there and tried to confront him. Steve O'Donnell clearly said in his quote, Bubba Wallace was suspended for what happened on the racetrack with Kyle Larson and the incident that occurred, putting other drivers at harm. You can go up and read the quote. Um, but listen, so that, that eliminates anything else that happened after the wreck. But the, the, so the precedent set, you suspended one guy. I, if you want any integrity in your sport, you had better suspend Chase Elliott this week. He's got one. Chase Elliott has one big thing going for him, and that is – the name Carson Hosovar. Because how many times base? how many times has he done this and they not do anything? Uh, multiple. I don't know, four or five. I think I think but it's, that was also before the last guy they suspended. I think it's the exact same thing as what Bubba did to Larson, and I thought that was dirty. And I think what Chase did to Denny is dirty. It's the equivalent to sucker punching somebody in a bar. If you want to get in a fight, get in a fight. <clears throat> Man up. Uh, the, the I mean, I don't know if that's sucker punch because Denny actually did put him in the wall, so there was kind of a pushing first. But. Do you think Chase's day was over at that point? No, it wasn't Do you over. think his car was really hurt? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you think uh, Elliot's response about having, like, once you tear the right sides off these things, it's over? Is? I am, uh, no. I am, I saw Austin Sendrick pound the fence in turn two and drive it to pit road, change the tires, and take back off. I these things don't break like they used to in the first we were all you know the first six months of this car yeah there were some issues with stuff but people have figured out they're durable we don't just break steering now like we used to so this isn't the first time this year where the steering is broke and the guy drives that I showed you an instance where a guy said his steering broke after turning left on a straightaway and drives it all the way to the hauler after going two laps on the track and then his pit stall and then turns behind the wall in a sharp corner at a small track. So to Freddie's point, these guys also have a history. I mean, we talked about Bubba and Amarola having a history. We don't know why. Denny and Chase have a history too. Denny wrecked Chase. Chase wrecked him back, took him well, out Denny of the playoffs. Denny got hit in Martinsville into Chase, according to Denny. Well, I'm just telling you, there's <laughs> yeah, a history know, here. And, and when you right rear somebody and turn them head on into the wall, I can't <clears> support that. Moving on to Sunday, Joey Logano says it would be an easy fix to have spare tires accessible for cars that have flatted on the track. He thinks that, sorry, flatted, is that a word? <laughs> Flattened. That's pretty funny. Andrew? No, you're oh, not. Oh, it's Andrew's fault. You read a word you're that doesn't exist. Flatted. Do like, not, yeah, like, like flat tire. Flat do not cut that what? out. It's flattened. Exactly. Regardless, like regardless, here's what happened, Casey. Okay, Joy Logano, um, Joy Logano had flat, flat. He had fat this tires. This is what you did. I Hold blame on. you. So, I blame you. So, like, when when you bike, you say you flatted. Like, if you had a flat Why tire. Why am I so, that, a lot of bikers. We're bikers. That was just a terminology a, that I have flattened on the track. He thinks <laughs> that would be better than dragging the car this doesn't the matter. for two miles. Casey, to this doesn't, listen room. to me, this doesn't matter. Yeah. All that matters is Joey Logano's rant when they yeah. got there to pick him Hold up. Hold on a second. I got, I, I'll take that one. I don't, yeah. don't it, take it out. Maybe I'm crazy. Yeah, that's I probably an accurate this statement. Is probably crazy. Is this not the dumbest <laughs> thing you've ever heard of? Completely the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, you wrecked. 
you have four flat tires, but NASCAR should give you four really good have tires you, to drive back. Have you ever seen how long it takes a trained pit crew to get the car off the ground on pit road to get the tires changed? Now, what are we going to do? Have four tow truck drivers out there trying on to do it? the banking? As to, uh, oh yeah, on the, on yeah, the yeah, banking, like, like, jack it up on the banking. That's it. <laughs> and then what if there's three guys out there? We have three trucks go out. Maybe we should drive by your pit stall, pick up your pit crew, bring them out there with you. Like, I get it. Yes, that would make your life a you lot easier. You know how to fix this? Don't Correct. spin out. <laughs> I just like, and that's the other thing. You know, you hear the rant, and I get it. You're mad. You just yeah. got wrecked. You were leading the race. You've got cycle back. Don't be an of the guy that's trying to help you like this guy doesn't know like he he's just mfing this guy and calling him a stupid son of a bitch and every other name under the book and then he gets out and he's like you know me the tow truck drivers are very capable I'm like like no what is going on here like you cannot honestly believe that yeah. we should just ride around killing parade laps while we just try to figure out how to change your four tires on the racetrack like this is this is an and actual and thought. the end of this by the way you didn't finish the race because the damage was too yeah, bad it had, if they could have brought you 12 tires out there then your car was wrecked like yes. it did not matter like yes. i just i don't know i thought maybe i thought like i'm because he's like oh we've talked about this i brought it up he's trying to make intellectual points about it and i'm like this sounds like the dumbest i've ever heard of like we're gonna do like uh, daytona could you imagine T daytona coming up we just have a 47 car pile up and we just kind of empty the whole infield and bring them all out there to change everybody's tires like what are you serious yeah what are we what an idiot i mean he's getting pretty close <laughs> it so. reminds me of joy logano's rant inside of his car reminds me when i get home with to-go food and i open my burger up and, and they put a and tomato, tomato on there. Yeah. when I said no tomato. That might be the most accurate thing that you've ever said in my <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing. Stupid sons of bitches. Oh my I God. Mean, you want to drive back to that restaurant and throw the tomato at their window. When I, you're, I oh. had a couple drivers I worked with earlier in my career and I thought they were bipolar. I've since learned all drivers are, are bipolar. You? How many are drivers you? after this weekend, how many drivers do you think are like, hey, can we take these microphones out of here? Because yeah. you got Priest on there. He's he's not being very friendly to Corey. He said some mean things. <laughs> Joey's just destroying the tor poor tow truck guy because he doesn't know what he's I doing. I want more microphones and cameras. Oh, I out. want them all. I yeah, want cameras man. everywhere. I want them on the spotter stand, too. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they need to be up there. I mean, when I tell you he was dog cussing that I guy. Mean, for third, I'm like this. I couldn't even listen to it. I was trying to listen on the plane, and I couldn't hear it. So then I went back, and I thought it was over. Like I, thought, I saw one clip that was like 10 seconds. And then there was another one that's like a minute long, and it's just not what if, stop. What if you know that guy walks up to the car, and, and what if the roles are reversed? What if that guy? I just walked up and was like, you, you stupid. stupid. We, can't, we can't assume that you listeners like, have, have heard Joy Logano ranting. At, all you got to do is go on Twitter and find it. I'm telling you, it is epic. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand. What, what do you think he's going to do to that guy? He's going he's gonna to do something for that guy. No, right? he's not. No? No. He's not going to send him a, a Christmas no. card or In nothing. his interview after that, when he comes out of the care center, he's like, you know, he's he's praising the tow truck driver. He's like, oh, you know, they they, they could do it. You know, they could change. Well, you couldn't. You were just MFing this poor guy because he didn't know if he wanted to push or if, a if tow. I, if I had I been mean, that guy and I had been towing his car back, I would have been swerving oh, left or right. I'd have been like, you, oh, you want to call me a stupid son of a bitch? Well, I'm going to tell you what. Now you're going to really call I me. I would have dropped it. Tunnel turn bum. It would have took me three days to hook that thing up for one. Then I would have dropped it on the way back. And I'd have my left hand out the window going, you, you, you know, how's your ride back there, what buddy? About out, what about out of the tunnel turn? The guy just does his loop it's one time, a, keeps on going. A couple circles. Like oh, my gosh. I'm lost. Look, make it look like he's tubing on the lake. Just sling his <laughs> ass all, all like over skiing. the racetrack. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's.
That was amazing. Hopefully that guy listens to the Perfect show. Perfect visual. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've got a special guest that uh, people are going to like to hear from, I think. Mr. Carson Hosovar is in the house. You, It seems like a switch went off, and you have all of a sudden just, I mean, I hate to say matured overnight. I know there was a conversation between you and Dell Jr. where he maybe gave you a little bit of humble pie to have for dessert, yep. right? What 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 happened? What What's clicked to make you a better race car driver inside your own head? Because you had the speed. It had to be up here, right? Yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of different things. Um part of it is understanding like what they mean slow down to go fast right like they kept i would i would hear it my whole life like you used to slow that's down a richmond tactic uh, too. I, I sat i sat at sonoma even like and i won the poll and i had 16 i feel like awkward very uncomfortable like gut-wrenching conversations right like with a bunch of you know even you know the alliance so like trek house like you know daniel swords is filling in Worldwide Express, Nice, uh, you know, all the way down the chain, you know, my team, that team, everything. And I had conversations with almost all of them and all of them were uncomfortable and like, and all of them were, you know, just slow down a little bit. Like you'll go faster. I'm like, what do you mean slow down? Like I always thought you had to win the race because you're the fastest guy. Um, you had to like boxing, like mentality. Like that's where I came into this. I, I yeah. thought, um, you know, if, if I'm in a boxing ring, I'm gonna just keep punching. I'm gonna figure out how to keep punching and you get that last round, you just start swinging. You don't worry about how tired you are. You don't worry about how much breath you have left. You don't worry about anything. You just plan on laying in the ground the second the ring goes because you're that tired. Like that was my mentality driving and I was just gonna, why wouldn't you put 110% of all your level into every lap you run and took it way to the extreme like i was way to the well, extreme I agree. overdriving times we saw that um <laughs> desperate in every moment thought i should win every race or have a shot to win every race um at times i would like have a shot to win right and you see it all you know something happens flat tire anything and i would see there and see it all fall away right i'm like man what do i gotta do to get back in the race yeah. like back in the moment and then realizing back then like okay, even if you're back in the race, you're going to start 24th or 25th or 26th or wherever it is left, you ain't winning the race. Like, And once I started realizing that and I, I started looking back at it and realizing you probably don't want the whole garage against you. You don't want your whole team against you. You have a lot of awkward conversations. You're tired of the conversations with your own team owner and your own sponsors, your own everything, that it running fifth and like decent conversations and working on your stuff's a lot better than winning. 
And I was just so focused on winning. And once I got the first win, I could kind of realize, like, I thought it would fix itself, right? Like, and, like I, wouldn't, I didn't have to make a change. Like, I very much thought, I don't know if it's the arrogance as a race car driver or whatever, like, oh, I'm not the problem, right? And then I won a race. I'm like, oh, everything's going to fix itself. My hands are clean. Everything will fix itself. Yeah. And then go to Martinsville, and then all of a sudden I'm having these conversations. I'm like, I won a race. Like, I, why are these conversations it didn't, it didn't still fix it. Why are these conversations still happening? And then got sat down, had more conversations, had the big piece humble pie with Dale Jr. And then I'm like, whenever it clicked, it clicked. And I'm like, man, I just showed up in this guy's shop, idol of mine, childhood dream, and that's the first thing out of his mouth. Like, what did he say? He said, hey, man, like, when are you going to stop tearing shit up? Like, <laughs> that was his conversation. Owners he, don't like to spend money on he's fixing like, stuff. He's, he's like, you ain't going to do that in one of, one of these cars, are you? Like, he's like, man, you're better than that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, like, six-year-old me's like, all I see is six-year-old me just sitting there. Like, it, it, like I was envisioning, like, he was talking to six-year-old me. I'm like, man, I got I to gotta fix this, like, really fast. Like, yeah, right. A lot of young up-and-coming drivers that you'll see in asphalt cars probably in the next three, four years are racing in them. A lot of asphalt guys. Like oh, I, they, I, they I go watched, back there, yeah. I watched the other night. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Like, Ross was running out yeah, there. Yeah, Cannon McIntosh. They're, they're the guys. Jesse Love. That are, Jesse Love. Just they're, won the Arca race. They're so. the ones kind of dominating the action right now. But, you know. Jesse Love. Jesse Love. That's a good what name. a great name. I know. Sounds like a wrestler. Tuesday or Wednesday. That might race. be my stripper name. Jesse Love. Jesse Love. <clears throat> I don't. Hey, Brett, we, thanks we, for calling the Jesse Love connection. <laughs> I mean, we've all got a stripper name we want to have. I don't think I've I, got a stripper name. I wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You've thought about this. What stripper name do you Jesse, want to have? Now I want Jesse Love. Nah, what was you want before Jesse Love? <laughs> I thought Damien was a cool name for a long time. <laughs> Damien. <laughs> Damien Love. Oh, my God. Aren't you supposed to take, like, the street you grew up on? You didn't think next on stage Brett was going to be a good one? <laughs> No, everybody left. I wouldn't get any dollars. I'd be up there shaking that thing, and they'd be like, damn, Brett's a terrible name. What's this guy clogging in a thong? But behind Brett, the next door stage is Jesse Love. Everybody's going to stick around. And if you're in town for Charlotte Race Week, head to the closest strip club where you'll yeah. see Brett. Yeah. Brett's, at Brett's on stage with scores at 11 p.m. <laughs> We're going to go from scores to big ass. The, the funniest thing is, so Brett never goes to a strip club, ever. No. Like, I've tried to take him a thousand times. I don't, I've probably not really? been a thousand times. Didn't but you I, go to Spearmint <laughs> Rhino at, like, four o'clock? Well, maybe that year, this year. Listen, that happens. But... That's like, Vegas. I'm Vegas to doesn't take, like, count, right? Daytona, we always go like at the end of the night because it's open an hour later. And uh, <laughs> well played, well played. And uh, but like I've tried to get him to go forever, and he don't ever go. And one night we're here in Charlotte. He's like, I'm going to go out to Hot Shots. You stop and we'll just have one beer. And I'm like, the me and you, the term one beer has never applied to us in our lives. So I'm going home because I know what one beer turns into. <laughs> and I have to drive. I'm staying in my house in Mooresville. It's like a, 45 minutes away or whatever it is. So that night, I get pictures from Brett at a strip club. I forget which one it even was with DBC fans just hanging out. Jeez. And I'm like, thank God I went home because there's, you know, there's no telling what happens uh, well, on a Charlotte weekend. Well, I was staying across from the racetrack. They got a Marriott literally right across from the track. I had to be there late for sponsor stuff. I had to be there early to spot. So I was like, man, I'm just going to crash here instead of driving 50 minutes home, 50 minutes back. So I did. So I walked to Hooters. Well, I meet these DBC fans, and they're from Tennessee, and I'm sure they're listening now. They were begging me to go to the freaking strip club that I actually did go to when I was single and moved to Charlotte. 
So hell off I went. Terrible idea. I spent like 500 bucks in that place. That's why I don't go to them places. They want your money. That, no kidding. Well, did you take the 500 in? You had to get it out in there because that's Probably part- I had to get it out in there and yeah, pay $50 that's, for that. So I really spent 550 um, but no, it's uh, Jesse Love connection. Next on stage, Freddie Craft. See, that don't have yeah. a big yeah. ring to it. Like, Stick Jesse around, Love. ladies. Brett's coming up. I mean, does, <laughs> does the look have anything to do with it, too? I would say. Uh, what are you trying to say? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, that that was there, there are bigger strippers. Okay. I had a funny. So there, yes, there, there are people who like bigger strippers. That was rude. So I seen somebody. I don't, I'm, I'm assuming you didn't use it for an XDBC. I saw XDBC. I guess Blaney was not happy with me yesterday. I don't even know why. But I saw the quote and it said, "I'm on my last roll with him." Is that a fat joke? You think? Like, <laughs> I think that is. I mean, uh, what do you mean I'm on my last roll? What the f- is that supposed to mean? Like, oh, I, I, I've heard of last nerve, but I mean. <laughs> What last role? This would be a great time to have him on. I know he I've said that he was to, enjoy. I don't know. He might not be talking to me. I guess he, oh, he yeah. said he's pissed off at me. I don't know why he thinks. I guess he thinks Bubba listens to what I say, which he'll be he'll be surprised to hear. That's not the fact all the time. Oh my gosh, oh. man! And we have a very special guest this week. We do, we do. We uh, we reached out to some folks and we found somebody. And next on stage, Jesse the Hammer Love oh, dancing God. to "Girls Go Wild." <laughs> yeah, what's up, guys? I drive for uh, <laughs> Toyota Racing. Obviously, I'm not here for my driving talents. I'm here for my name. But thanks uh, you're for, here for your talents. Thanks, regardless. You just may not be driving. <laughs> Thanks regardless for having me on. I think, uh, do you think he's ever seen Girls Go? Do you know what that is? I don't. That's it. That was like. It's, it's a good old Wally Crew song from probably the, God, it probably was the Je- 80s. I'm going to ask a question that I don't really want the answer to. Jesse, what year were you born? 2005. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 2005. That was my five-year reunion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We were running hard. About Jesse, we had some fun last week with uh, with your name, yeah, obviously. Uh, and, and so I tweeted you. And I told Casey when we were leaving here, I was like, make sure Jesse calls in next week. Well, obviously, we started tweeting. So what's it? Uh, I mean, is this like the, the biggest moment of your professional life right now? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It trumps everything I could have ever thought Every of Every possible win. My Twitter followers went up. Uh, Michael Knight really helped out, too. <laughs> Shout out to him. What the f- is going on with Michael and <laughs> I have no idea. I even talked to Sammy about that today because me and Sammy are fine now and we were working out this morning. I was like, dude, you won't believe this. And I showed him and he didn't even know. Okay, what did he even say? There, uh, there Michael, was a lot. Uh, there were a few comments. Can't say it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you definitely can't say it. He was Brett, saying a lot of Brett things. Brett texted me. He says, what's he? It was because it was in a reply to your tweet, I think. What, uh, Brett's tweet about Jesse or something and, and Michael tweeted something about pip squeaks and swing in and he's like what's that about and we had just talked about getting jesse on the show i go yeah i, th- I, I think he's talking about jesse because <laughs> i didn't remember at the time that jesse took any swings at anybody but yeah my, michael i love michael he actually had tweeted me or texted me that morning at about 2 a.m if he wanted to come on that week but uh, 2, 2 a.m yeah about 2 a.m something like that i would Sounds say about right. but, um, but 2 p.m 2 a.m i don't think it matters his tweets are uh <laughs> they're, they're pretty low on the don't I, give a I love right now. I spot Michael was the first guy I spotted for in Cup, so we, we we've known each other quite a while. But we'll get him on here eventually to hear some outlandish. Should we have a Bloody Mary bar before we start the show? <laughs> you think? As if you'll need it. <laughs> oh boy! But yeah, man, thanks for coming on. 
what's going on in the world of Jesse Love? I know we got some truck races coming up. I know you're Arca wins. What's it like to work with a car owner as annoying as Casey? Can we ask? Oh, that? seriously? Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, Casey definitely wears the pants. Um, yeah. Oh, we know that. But uh, no, Chad's been great for me. Obviously, helped me out with the dirt racing, figuring all that stuff out. Um, kind of had a off year last year just not winning as much as i wanted to and then this year we've kind of started off right i've only ran like five races just because arca is so compact like middle of the summer months is when we start racing we keep raining out in the super late stuff so it's been good to already rattle off some wins and arca stuff and um have a great team around me and it's going really great now so just kind of riding the wave where 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 are you from uh bay area california okay because i feel like the first time oh I, boy i remember yeah. <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> Let's come Brett, up with somewhere Brett, different to be from. Somebody yeah. mute Brett Mike. Mute oh, Brett's oh, Mike boy. immediately. Just get the bleep right um, uh, The first time I think I remember seeing you race was in one of Keith's midgets. I don't know if that's... Where, where did you start racing at? Yeah, I started racing quarter midgets. Um, it was kind of always in my family. My dad raced with uh, Jeff Gordon and John Bickford growing up. So that's kind of why racing was always like in the background. Uh, but when I was five, I got into quarter midgets and started racing... Uh, midgets for Keith when I was like 14. I ran uh, late models out in California and that's kind of what put me on the map because that was a televised deal. We won, you know, two championships and raced with Haley Deegan. She was my teammate and that's how I got into the Toyota program. Uh, started race for, for Bill McAnally when I was 15 and 16 and won those championships and then obviously started racing for Toyota out east in Arca. That's quite the resume building up to be. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's only he's 18. On roll. Yeah. No <laughs> Casey, he just told me when he was born. Well, I'm just going to ask you, what have you accomplished? What, what did you accomplish when you were 18? When I was 18, oh, um, here we go. I drove across country to California, and that's when California was cool, and had a good time out there for all summer, and then I drove back home. Then I went to college. Wow. That, was when he was that really levels up. That was when he was in 18. That was in 1966. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was 1993, ass. <laughs> That's all you could do in 1966. Jesse, was minus, Jesse was minus 22 in 1993. Oh. Wow. Brett said Nashville. Yeah, I saw that. Stop. Um, let me, you know, I was, I was just talking to, uh, to Taylor Moyer, Josh Berry's crew chief. Um, about DBC, he might be around this morning. Yeah, let me give him a call. See if he uh, see if he Send wants to come in. Anybody with an opinion to the, to the Dirty Mo Studio immediately. Stand by. All right. Well, uh, the DBC Audible has officially been called. Uh, Brett is apparently not going to make it to the show today. His flight did not change apparently like we had thought it might have and we changed the show for him we, so we Brett you show suck to, to move back to his schedule a little bit and uh, so TJ had to bail he's going I don't know he's going to lunch with Brad or something thankfully we have an entire race team down the street we could pull talent from so we called old Taylor Moyer up and uh, Taylor luckily we have a little bit of your time today absolutely yeah luckily all my <laughs> meetings went long so uh I was just sitting on a tire eating a packet of tuna fish and got a phone call. <laughs> Nothing going on there. Nope. So. Um, and then Andrew asked me to ask you about something with Sam Moyer. Mayor. Sam Mayer. Oh, Sam, Sam Mayer. Why am I? Taylor Moyer. Taylor Moyer. I'm so tired. <laughs> Nashville really got me. Uh, Sam, uh, did he like pee on you or something? Oh, yeah. Excuse That's me. Great story. No, he didn't actually. What but, the f***? 
Yeah, I know. This is literally the text messages I get from Andrew. So, me and Sam, uh, Sam's a great kid. He drove for me last year, but this would have been 2021. He got in a Pocono like two days after his 18th birthday when he's eligible. We go to Michigan. He rips the transmission out in the first stage. And uh, we've had a pretty bad year up until that point when I was a little frustrated. Um, ripped it out and it came in and rather than just be done, I said, no, we're going to fix it. And you're going to just, we're going to use the rest of the day as a test. We're going to be 30 laps down, but we're going to go learn some, we're going to turn this season around. I said, stay in the car. Don't even get out. Um, my group of mechanics was great. Put it up on jack stands, uh, transmissions out to do that. You got to drop the exhaust pipes and all the straps that go with it. So I think we'd already dropped the exhaust pipes. Uh, we changed the transmission, drive shafts back in, we're putting the exhaust pipes back in, and I'm laying on my left side. I'd be under the driver at this point underneath the car. Danny uh, Jr. is my car chief, good buddy. He's looking at me from the other side, and I see his eyes get like as big as saucers, and I feel something dripping in my ear, and I look up, and it goes like right in my mouth, in my eyes, and based off of his eyes, I was like, this kid just pissed on me. <laughs> So I jumped out from underneath the car, I ripped the window net out, and I started pulling his belts off, and I was going to drag him out of the window and drag him behind the trucks and just absolutely shit stomp him. <laughs> I like, i am got a long fuse, but like that's too far. You've just disrespected your people. <laughs> no matter whether it's me or whoever's changing whoever. your transmission. And he's like, what? What? And I'm like, you peed on me. He's like, oh, no. He had just taken a whole water bottle to cool off and poured it off. <laughs> By the time it got through him and through the seat and, you know, I, but I, I don't lose my temper a lot. And then we laugh about it. He's, he's told the story too. We laugh about it. It was kind of a good moment, right? You just got to get a little frustrated sometimes yeah. to come together. But I was pretty, like my fuse was gone. And I was like, well, I'm going to get fired because I'm just beat up one of my drivers. <laughs> and, you know, Scott Mayer, his dad's not going to be impressed and been like, Taylor can't crew chief Sam anymore. <laughs> But me and Sam have a lot of laughs about that. That is uh, phenomenal, actually. Oh. That is actually. But it wasn't pee. It was just water. That's, yeah, it was Love clarifying. It. At least that's what he told you. Yeah. <laughs> Without further ado, I got to kick it to my good friend who I met over 20 years ago, thanks to the Sadler family. Uh, and obviously, at some point, I would have ran it to you anyway. Uh, my good friend, Artie Kempner with Fox Sports. Artie, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. It's really neat to be here. You've got to get nervous at some point in this career path that you've got. What's your most nervous moment? Because it's got to be a Super Bowl, a Daytona okay. 500, a debut of NASCAR on Fox. It's got to be something. Okay, so it, it is a Super Bowl, but it's not anything that you would kind of imagine. I've told this story before. If I ever wrote a book, and I'd have to spend time actually writing to write a book, Yeah. Uh, this would be one of the chapters, and it would be shoot the effing blind kids. It would be chaptered. So yeah. we had a deal that um, had been orchestrated by our chairman, David Hill, who was a brilliant, oh, I remember David. Was a brilliant innovator. Yeah. And it was bringing the Florida School of the Blind and Deaf together uh, with Alicia Keys and a tape-recorded deal of Ray Charles. So Ray had been, had been uh, dead for quite some time. And we had to kind of mix the, the tape-recorded deal with Alicia and the, the young children from the, the Florida school. And they were, they were awesome. Well, I was kind of getting uh, rehearsing this on a Friday. And we went through two rehearsals, and it looked really beautiful. And all of a sudden, the, the truck door bams open. And there's my boss. He's a little profane. And he says to me, shoot the block kids. I go, what? He goes, I set this up for you to show the blind kids. I said, I'm showing all the kids. What are you talking about? 
and he would kind of was latching a feed that wasn't the feed that we were doing. Oh and, boy! And that sent me into a tizzy, panic, because this doesn't matter for the game, but it matters to him. So I don't know if you folks understand. I think we all do. You have the audience of one, right? You, we may have you know, six million viewers on a race, but if my boss is watching, he's got something that he wants to see. I, I even have. <laughs> you better put here. it on. We're going to put that on. That's going to priority <laughs> one. So. <laughs> I literally sweated out. Like, I had the Super Bowl to do, and I literally sweated out. I mean, Saturday night, I was up till 2.30 in the morning going through every second of that, sh- of that shoot. And it's not something I do naturally. I don't do music stuff. I'm a, I'm a sports guy. Right. And now I am kind of, I'm going to get this right, or I'm going to lose my job. Well, that's, we do that thing. And then the, for a Super Bowl director and all the guys who tell you, whether it's Rich Russo, Drew Escoff, all the guys that have done Mike Arnold, yeah. the worst part of the Super Bowl is the 30 minutes leading up to the game. It's the pomp and circumstance. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. The players come out and you're all – but then you've got, you know, you've got the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. You've got this. You've got the anthem. You've got all these things. That's the stuff that makes me sweat. You know, the other I, stuff. I bet on the anthem every year. So if you ever yeah. have any insight into that. I ho- totally have insight. <laughs> oh, on my it. gosh. I cannot believe you were moronically bet on the anthem. Over or under? I get it. <laughs> I get it. But I would never do it. <laughs> anyway, this is what ends up starting. I'm sorry to bore you guys. But we finished. The, she finishes the performance. Alicia, it's all gone perfectly. The door kind of swings open. You actually can hear it. When he comes in, he goes, that was freaking awesome. And he walked out the door, and that was the last time I heard from him all day. That was we, perfect. And then we did the Super Bowl. Well, you're, you're, uh, that's you're, a good thing. That was the most nervous I've ever been. Ever of been. all sports, of every event. Of that everything is I've ever done. It's wow. right. I, the Super Bowl itself didn't, because that's what you do for a living. Right. Look, look, you guys have worked with the best drivers in, in, in the world. No, that's they the, might I, have, I worked with Clint for a oh, while. that's right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> they may have butterflies. They might have butterflies, but they're not nervous. Yeah, you know, I always think about that when when you're watching your favorite golfer, right? And he's got 242 yards, and he's got a four iron, and you're going, "Oh God, that's so hard to do." Yeah, I got a four iron, I can't hit a four iron. Well, he can. Yeah, right. So yeah. when I do these jobs, first of all, I've got the greatest crew in the world. So if I screw it up, the camera guys are still going to be great. So even if I just close my eyes and shout out numbers, it's going to look good on Fox because yeah, we have the best team in the world. Mm-hmm. They do. You guys know them. I mean, you've, you know, oh, yeah, you know Drano, you know mm-hmm. Nelson, you know Steve mm-hmm. Zajac, you know Pony. These guys are the legends of the business. You know, I get a lot of you know, credit. Production gets way too much credit. But the technical teams that we have, that's what makes you go. Yeah. The operations teams, you know that. Yeah. I mean, you guys are part of that. You know, you know, you, same thing for us, man. Yeah. It's, it's the crew guys. It's, it's the pit crews. It's, it's the spotters. The spotters yeah. are a big yeah. part of that. It's like you guys are part of a team like I am. Yeah. So Graham Smith, welcome to DBC. <laughs> Good to see you. Yeah. You picked a great show with Brett not here. So how did you really mean that? Did you, did you really enjoy the podcast? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, I started listening uh, on the later end and uh, I think at least I can account for the most recent episodes have been fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I've really enjoyed it. So um, just talking about, obviously you are the vice president of business operations at us legend cars international. Uh, I mean, is that, I used to refer to 600 racing. Yeah. Uh, I love the Roval love the so Roval. much. I so when we first when he came to that was when I was still in college. He he barged in my bedroom and was like 
Roval. And I was like, that, that's not even a word. You made that up. <laughs> and I, he said, I did. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And so we're going to go do it. <laughs> and I was out at work. Uh, I was driving a, a Ford Focus RS. I'll never forget. It's one of my favorite cars I've ever owned. So much I owned three of them. Uh, not all at, at different time. times. No, I wrecked a couple. But I went out on the track and, and dad said, I'm going to call you from the TV like I guess the TV spotter stand, essentially the TV stand up on the top on the roof. He goes, I want to watch. He's like, go out there and tell me what you think. And he showed me the way around the track. And so like before there were rumble strips, before there, anyone knew it was happening, I was out there digging in this little hatchback doing like a buck 45, buck 50 on the back stretch, feeling like I was going to die. And I love that track so much. I, I hope it never leaves. And you, you may not want to tell this story, but that's not the only time you were on there in a street car. No, no, actually there was another time. And I do want to tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there I was. Um, Bubba Wallace and I have been uh, we've been pretty good buddies for a while, and uh, and Bubba texted me at one point, and we had talked about uh, about going on the Roval before the Roval was uh, was even a thing, and um, we're, there was an obvious like, well, I can't take my cup car out there. I was like, I didn't think you could. Um, he said, but I do have this little this little Lexus, and uh, he's like, you drive something fast, so we can go out there and have some fun. I said, sure. Well, I thought like. You know how you go to a bar every once in a while and you say like, somebody like, like, oh, we should hang out sometime, you know, and, and, you never and it never happens. That's yep. kind of what I thought because we were just becoming friends. And sure enough, I'm at lunch and I'm on a date and um, I'm on a lunch date with a girl up by the speedway and my phone buzzes and it's Bubba and he goes, hey, I'm in the air. You want to hit the track? And I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to pass up this opportunity. This is going to be a lot of fun. So I just look at her and I was like, do you want to go on the track? And she goes, yeah, sure. And I go, oh, sure, boy. done. So I, sh- I pull up to the back and uh, she's not an NASCAR fan. So she doesn't know Bubba. She doesn't know anything about the track or really anything that's going on. So I pull up and Bubba's waiting there at gate 26 in the back stretch in his Lexus. And she goes, who's that? I'm like, it's just my friend. He's going to come with us. <laughs> we go out there and we start gunning it. And I forgot to tell Bubba the rumble strips were not drilled to the into the track oh, yet. Oh, no. So <laughs> Bubba, being a professional race car driver, goes and hits the rumble strip. <laughs> And slices his, I can only assume, very expensive Lexus tire clean open. Um, <laughs> then I get the phone call, and this is this is what really sold the date. I think this is why I never got a second one, is because uh, he then basically calls me. He says, "Can you pull over? I've had an issue." I pull over. I look. I'm like, "That's obviously an issue." The team is actually there, I guess, for a tire test. So they just loaded his car right up on the, yeah. the hauler, and uh, he goes, "Can I ride with you?" And the two things that hit my head were like, like, why? because I'm me and you're you like I could let you drive the car he says no I want to see your line I was like you want to see my line <laughs> my line my line doesn't exist like, I've had maybe Neither six is, more so laps on this track than you've had and uh and have so you I seen was, him run a road course you're better <laughs> off driving <laughs> so I go out there but here's the best part is he walks up and in pure Bubba fashion he opens the door he opens the passenger door he goes hey I'm Bubba would you mind moving in the back seat for me <laughs> and he moved her to the back and so this poor girl who was going to remain nameless was just all over the back seat because I'm flying. Now around. I'm trying to put on a show because Bubba's riding oh, with me. Oh, it was great. We did not have a second date. So, uh, no second date. No second Are you dating anybody else? Yes, More, yes, I'm asking I've been, for I, my single I, sister. You know. No, I, I've been in a relationship oh, for uh, four and a half years. Yes. Oh, yes. Well. Hey, Juliana. There Sorry. Bummer. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So I remember we were we were there we were going there for a, a test. This is well day. before I knew you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well yeah. before I knew you. Uh, we were going there for a test that day, and the guys from the team sent me. I got a picture of Bubba's Lexus on the flatbed. I was gate. like, I was like, what does that bed? idiot do? Uh, and then I think about twenty minutes into that test, he pounded it in the first turn wall, and that was the end of that weekend too. Golly, <laughs> yeah. that was fun though. 
Back to drama between Austin Hill and Sheldon Creed. Richard Childress tells Dustin Long, I've had drivers drive for me before, but nobody as stupid as Sheldon Creed. Spot on, spot off, Jeff. Brett, Brett, just go, want, Brett. Brett you just, want to take this? just leave this one up to Brett. No, I, that's Je- why I was avoiding No, I 100% first. want Jeff. Yeah. I, I don't think I can make it uh, through this part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we had a text thread. Live looking. <laughs> we had a text thread on Saturday night, and I f***ed up. And I tell y'all, I f***ed up. Like, I royally, royally f***ed up. Uh, because my brain, it doesn't work Look, right. look, it, it, the most obvious, to, to say that somebody's the stupidest person that ever tried for their children, it's, it's a fairly obvious answer, and I'm not trying to... Well, I am trying to insult somebody, I guess, but uh, you know, John West Townley was like probably one of the worst race car drivers we've ever seen at the top level. He wrecked everything all the time. He uh, tried to m- murder somebody, his estranged wife, and her, you know, with breaking their house in an act with an axe uh, a couple years ago, and got shot. And he's no longer with us. It doesn't change the fact that he was stupid while he was with us, yeah. in my opinion. Anyway, Brett, speaking of stupid. <laughs> I I am as stupid as he is accusing me of being. That's all I'm going to say until he gains his composure and can finish the story. The the, 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 tweet, the text was, oh my God, Brett. And that, that set off a chain reaction of disaster. I, I said, oh was, my God, Brett, did you just tweet about a dead uh, guy? And I was like, no. Because Brett tweeted, Brett tweeted with a gif and it said, live look at John West yeah. and I just said, did you just say live look? <laughs> Because I thought he, I thought he was doing it on purpose. I, I thought, forgot wow. he had passed away, and I apologize to his family and friends because I f-ed that up. They f-ed it up so bad I deleted the tweet. That might be. Which? How does that happen? Because I, I was like, how I'm does Brett idiot. feel bad about this? I, I thought it was, I mean, dark humor, and oh. I'm sorry, but it was no, it was not. No, I didn't mean that. Brett said, said he's dead. <laughs> I've never seen somebody backtrack like that. Like he was apologizing to his family in our group text. You, you don't think any family members were in there with us? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh. I was like, I mean, I was dying. I was worse than this in my hotel room by myself. I kind of re- like I didn't I didn't see it when I first started, but when I came in there and I'm like, oh my God, this happened! Like <laughs> that was like, holy. Their responses to it. Oh, what, what? oh people responded. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they responded. Oh. They were not they some were some were on our some were on your level and then some were just some calling, were, calling me bad names. The yeah, dark they, humor was high. Which, I mean, you should be used but, to on Twitter. You probably yeah. don't see a lot of it, yeah. but <laughs> well, Lord, what's Larry the Cable guy say? Lord, I apologize. <sighs> oh goodness. So are we Sky's spot off or spot my off for Richard's comments? Okay, sorry we got oh, sidetracked. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, these are the stories that probably shouldn't be told that we tell on here i'm sweating now it makes me look worse than you because you feel bad about it yeah jeff's like jeff was jeff was about he 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 was running with it he told the line he's like you're right i wouldn't delete (laughs) i I, I was asking people last night i was like should i even talk about this like does this make me look terrible i mean maybe it does so sorry i hope my girls never see this if so anyway it'll be fine uh, anyway, so what was the question? I forgot. <laughs> to Richard Childress's comments about Sheldon being that he is the, the stupidest driver. Yep, pretty much. 
Are we spot on or spot off for this comment, Jeff? <laughs> how can you be spot on? He didn't even do anything. Like, how can, I mean, wh- where are we talking about? Why is everybody mad at him on his team? Aside from the fact that he's leaving and Austin Hill's staying. Andy Petrie's yelling at him. Childress is saying this stuff. Austin Hill's, you know, I, I watched that. Because after Austin Hill was so mad and everybody's so mad, I thought, oh, maybe I missed something. So I went back and watched the replay. We were, so, we were all sitting in the press box. They're playing it. And I'm like, well, point out, like, where he does something wrong. We're like, no, not yet, not yet. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, he didn't do anything. What did he do? Like, that's about as fair as you could ask to you know, a final four spot on the line. You have to win. Like, And Austin would have made it in, too. No, he wouldn't have. Yeah, Jeff, I thought that until Freddie Freddie came up with Jeff's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I thought that on point. I actually looked into this with a stats a statistician guy for NBA. Statistician. Yeah. statistician. Yeah, whatever guy. Um, and he was not. Cole Custer did what he had to do. He would have been one. Yeah, he would. He would have been point. one off. So but, I was wrong about that. But, but still listen, doesn't I'm, I am change anything. I'm spot on for Richard's comments because Sheldon was stupid. What Sheldon should have done was wreck the. F- out of the 21 <laughs> like it, that's what he should have done well, like if you're gonna go there you gotta go there like you know you talk about john hunter wrecking brandon jones john hunter won the race i'm not sorry john hunter uh, ty gibbs won the race but like schrader's deal was so fun we were doing the cup stuff and that was when you know you were still mechanic and a little bit on the car and spotting well then i just kind of turned into a spotter well then me and schrader would dirt race all week so we'd leave on tuesday uh go dirt race at about three different spots and then by the time the weekend come, you know, you, you couldn't even drink by the weekend because you'd had so much fun, and you'd been to Wheatland, you'd been to Farmer City, all these dirt tracks, and straight around. You were flying field. a lot of places too, right? Oh, yeah. We, I mean, he had two King Airs, so we were we would leave with one of those on Tuesday and just, I mean, we raced, and then we played, and we raced, and we played. And, I mean, I read the other day where he says he's going to do it 30 more years, and I think, <laughs> hell, I'm 55, so <laughs> – I know Schrader's a week or two older than me. What was his pilot's name that was famous around Uh, here? Earl. 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 And Earl would come in. It was so, I'm telling you, I could sit here for six months, but Earl would, I sit up front with Earl and Schrader sit in the back because you couldn't let Schrader sit in the front because he got up there one time and he had some wine and he kind of fell asleep in front of a King Air. And we've all been in front of a King Air. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he poured the wine right in the avion. So now the fuses are popping out and the going bad and then another time he tries to help like i did with her i turn the radio or do you know we've all switched you know king air is pretty simple until you need to whatever (laughs) but schrader shuts the fuel off so they're thinking they're going down and they are down at the interstate looking to land and finally earl season hits the switch (laughs) they go back up but i mean earl would come in did he flip it off on purpose (laughs) Now, Schrader was just trying to help, but he, he was trying to save fuel, too, I guess. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what that plan was. But, so so you got you to gotta tell the story about the time that, that the pilot shows up and y'all just sit there for a while and sit there for a while, and you ain't moved yet. <laughs> now, which, which location is this? Because there's a couple of them. I've had some pilots. He, he couldn't find the keys to the plane. Oh, um, now, this is kind of uh, Schrader. When he bought his second King Air, he bought Rusty Wallace's 200. Schrader had a 100. So Earl gets from a 100 to 200, and you would think it would be a lot of difference, but they're sitting on the 200, and here we are. You know, okay, let's go. And Earl's like, mm, I'm going to have to get him to come out and show me how to start it. And then we'll, So he goes in and gets Rusty's pilot 
to come out and show him how to get it going. I didn't know there'd be that much difference. I, I ain't flying like on a plane with a pilot that don't know how no, to start it. That, that's scary but Earl, already. Earl would do some of the stuff. Like, we'd come in, and, you know, he's going, come on, baby. Come on, baby. And I'm sitting there with him, you know, and that come on, baby stuff. I I don't like any of that. And I'd be like, Earl, you me get the flaps. They're not working. You know, and then, <laughs> so we come in, and Schrader, you know, we're upside down. We're flying through because we're going to the dirt race. Because Schrader's getting five thousand bucks to show up at these dirt races, so we're going. Yeah. You know, no matter we get up there, and the weather's just terrible. And then you land, and then I got the door down, and we wake Schrader up, and we get out, and I was like, "Give me a cigarette." I smoked then. Give me a cigarette and give me a beer. You know, I mean, as soon as he, but it it was fun times. I mean, like I said, you know, in our years, it it, it has come. There's been so much fun, and then. I don't know. They start when they started fun sucking. Is when I started. That's when my attitude got bad. That's when it went bad. My attitude's been bad for quite some time. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24/7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, this show wouldn't be where it is without you guys, the fans. And there's no better way to have your voice heard on the show than Reaction Theater. Boy, did we get some memorable calls this year. Take a listen. This is your weekly Blaney fan update. We are currently drinking beers in the bathtub. But uh, we'll get them next week. Go quiz. Okay, I'm that a little bit like concerned you. about... That sounds like you. I'm not going to lie. How bad did Blaney run this week? <laughs> he, was, he was not good. Uh, where did he end up? I don't not, even know. He's not as bad as Cindric. Uh, who is we are drinking beer in the bathtub? That's the concern. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How big yeah. is this bathtub? Did he say we? He said we yeah. are drinking beer. Yeah. But, but I mean, most bathtubs aren't big enough fans. for we. You know? I mean, take Carson Osolar right here. The guy's <laughs> six foot eight over here beside of me. Do you want to be in a bathtub drinking beer with him right now? I'm not getting in a bathtub with him. <laughs> I'm not getting in a bathtub with anybody. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> My legs stick out anyways. Oh, I bet they do, dude. If you put, top, I can't. I can't take a bath. I, the, I, I take a bath in the pool. It's the only way I fit. I hate people's feet on me, and I bet your toes are like really long because you're so damn tall. If, you, if your toes touch me, I would vomit. <laughs> I hate feet. I hate even pretty girls' feet. I'm not a feet guy. Do you hate your own feet? Yes, so you're telling I do. me. I don't like my feet either. You're telling me. Uh, I guess stop. No, 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 no. I mean. Hottest girl known to man. Don't touch in. me with your. You're feet. not touching her feet. <laughs> no, don't touch me with your. Feet. Why? What's wrong with her feet? I don't. I don't. Are you Are you able to go to the beach? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I don't sit there and play footsies with. Yeah, but I mean, do you do you notice other people's feet when you're sitting there and stuff? No, I don't like look. I'm not like footophobia, <laughs> but. So, so like, so totally. like, like, it ain't you, really the feet as like, much as it is the sure toes. Make sure not to look down, though. Like, yeah. like, are you like actively avoiding looking at people's yes. feet? It's, t- it's the toes I have a problem with. Well, what's the toe? Like, like I the just, length, I don't the, know. Turn- the toenails, the but, ah, get your <laughs> feet off. <laughs> He's got shoes on. Thank God. Blaney finished fourteenth. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> we right, drink a beer in the bathtub, he said. <laughs> maybe it's a, maybe it's like a celebratory. Like maybe it's like he's like happy about it. <laughs> maybe he didn't sound very happy. So with 
Blaney's good run today. I think it's time for the Blaney fans to hop on out of the tub and let us Briscoe fans go in there. It's been a long, hard season. Uh, I'm just sick of it. Yeah, it's our time in the tub. Hello. This is a message to all the Blaney fans. Can the uh, Chase Elliott fans join you in the bathtub? No, I agree that it is probably going to be need to be a bigger bathtub. But we will supply the beer if you can supply the bathtub. Thank you. <laughs> well, as a Tyler Reddick fan, we'd like to be drinking in a bathtub, but the rear tire changers probably f***ed that up, too. What a f***ing disgrace. That mother should be working at Waffle House on Tuesday. I know who this is. <laughs> I know who that was. Listen, sure. we're going to need a pool at this point. The bathtub <laughs> yeah, is not big enough for all you miserable mother because your driver's having a bath, and we ain't talk. We're not talking like pool behind your house. We need like the YMCA pool. Yeah, yeah, we need a big pool. No peeing in the pool either, people. We no. might just need a lake. <laughs> might need a lake. Yeah. We have one more call, and it's from one of our best reaction theater callers, who is finally rejoicing after being down earlier this season. Go twelve. Woo, boys! Ryan Blaney is a 2023 NASCAR champion. And I don't know what the f*** a Menards is, but I'm about to go to one. Boys in Rochester can shove that watermelon up his f***ing win the race. Who gives a s***, boys? We have done it. And furthermore, before I put this hot tub on Marketplace on Facebook, y'all want to ask Christopher Bell if he wants it because I give it to him. Go twelve. <laughs> That's go pretty. 12. Go 12. That's yeah. it. That guy's been calling in for Dude. about a couple months now. Yeah, a few months ago, he was down I, and out. I, I think uh, I think that's my neighbor because I hear this going on like in the distance <laughs> over the mountain. <laughs> wow. That, that's, yeah, I can fit in on this deal. Give yeah. me the number. Text hey. me. Hey, Casey. Would you give them guys a dictionary so they can find a new big word? I am sick and tired of phenomenal. Phenomenal. If Freddie goes and takes a sh, it was phenomenal. <laughs> so get them a dictionary so they can pick out a new big word. Thank you. On it. I need a dictionary. Cin- I need a cinnamon for phenomenal. <laughs> cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to personally thank Mr. Clint Boyer for ruining my life. <laughs> For the past Mine 20 too. years, I've had my wife convinced that the best pit road was a short and wide one. And in one afternoon, Mr. Clint Boyer on Fox, the whole damn world heard him say the best one's long and narrow. So thanks a lot, Clint. You know what I got to do? You know what she wants? That's right. She wants a long, narrow pit road. So <laughs> guess who's got to go see somebody tomorrow about that? Huh? I'm waiting on that $10,000 from Fox. You need to send it to me to help pay for what you did. <laughs> wow! So he doesn't. Where do you find this? <laughs> so I don't us, see this. Call in reaction theater. I never call heard it every week. I've that never is heard. Awesome. You can call it anytime you want. <laughs> I've legitimately never heard the girth of pit road discussed <laughs> publicly until now. And Clint is Clint of all people is the guy. Clint's who, the guy should be bringing up the girth of pit road. Who brought it up? Yeah. So Clint likes long and narrow. Clint's a narrow, long and narrow guy, apparently. Okay. Look well, I mean, at, at least we know what he likes. Looking at me, you can assume that I'm not long and narrow. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely short and wide, Freddie. You're uh, you're you're not Clint Boyer's type. Apparently, I'm just, I'm just not Clint's kind of guy. <laughs> Freddie, you need better help. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> at least we all know what kind of pit. Ro- Channel, what's your kind of pit road? I'm staying out of this. <laughs> 
He's a long and narrow looking kind of guy. I'm staying <laughs> out of this. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're getting fired. <laughs> it's my day off and I'm getting fired. I mean, how the f you get fired? Your day, day off, off. Craig. Come Jeez. On, Craig. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm going to have a attack on the show. <laughs> Well, at least everybody's got a pit road type now. We didn't know that before. <laughs> I just want to say right now, Tiff, I'm sorry. Casey, uh, Casey, what's your pit road? Right Casey, now, what's your favorite pit road? I have. I can't hear Casey, anything. what kind of pit road do you like? Is it a... <laughs> <laughs> dirt? You want a dirt one? No. You know. <laughs> don't say it. I don't know what you're getting ready to say. Is Bristol oh, going to be I was going to say, uh, yeah, wait. No, do you like, pit road be do you like the one pit road or do you like the dual pit roads? I mean... <laughs> Well, there's the front side and back side of Bristol, right? <laughs> if you put on a green, you only have to run the back side. All right. I, I want to thank everybody for listening for the last five years. Yeah. The Atlanta pit road was great. I mean, <laughs> that was horrible. Why? Andrew, what I was wrong with it? You know exactly what was wrong with it. How long this show is going to take to edit? Hey, we're not Man. editing. Just leave it all in there. <laughs> no, no, this is have to be edited. <laughs> if Dervision hasn't signed his contract yet, then it should probably No, they're not all deal next week. Uh, Blake's like, what the f did I get myself He's not coming back. I'm so sorry, Dunlop. I'm so sorry. One week deal. We did great. We had a great start. I got to take another sip of my Mai Tai. Is that the last one, please? That's the last one. Thank God. So what's this OnlyFans deal you're starting? Uh, I don't know. Somebody suggested it on Reddit that uh, I might. And we're off. We might be able to sell our. Um, what would your measurements be? I don't know, but don't we're know. probably getting fired already. I got a I mean, 48, 42, 25. <laughs> I don't even know oh, what the measurements are. So he's the complete are. opposite yeah, of that what song. Are you, what 36. are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And he's what a man? little. I don't know. Are you 5'3"? <laughs> I'm going to tell you something about them songs. When I was 18, 19 years old, I was singing Baby Got Back, and yeah. I didn't realize my anaconda was not <laughs> so a Brett, anaconda. Okay, so now that I have a two daughters, I hear these songs from the 80s that I thought were very innocent, fun rap songs about my snake mm. don't want none unless you got oh. buns, hun. <laughs> now I realize that it's f***ing soft f***ing rap song. I got news for you. Some of the your daughters sing, and even your son, I don't know how, like, the, at least they bleep out most of the words, but there's some, I remember a couple years ago, there was some Cardi B stuff that they probably didn't need to ever hear. Yeah. Oh, uh, there was definitely some, yeah, but at least we knew it was it. dirty. <laughs> that these songs that we grew up listening to, they had like these innuendos in them. So, you know, 36, 24, 36, that's not, nope. yeah, that's definitely that not was, Freddie's measurements. I thought that was a lottery numbers. I mean, what the <laughs> So anyway, Martinsville, Martinsville's one yeah, long, guys, Martinsville's uh, one long narrow pit road. Um. <laughs> Just keep on rolling at this point. Uh, well, I mean, we are riding around there for 16 laps trying to dry it off instead of just saying, "Hey guys, we're going to come down pit road, non-competitive pit stop. You're off pit two, two laps, and you're back racing again." But it's a dry box is definitely better than a wet box. It, well, I don't think I agree with that. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll read one text message and leave you idiots alone for 10 seconds. I just think it would be easier to put on dry tires. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing great about a long, Versus wet narrow, tires on a wet box. Nothing worse than a long, narrow, wet pit road. Oh I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> I mean, changing wet tires on a wet box, is, that's, that's hard. You can't, it's not hard if it's dry box with dry tires. With five nuts. You mean it's different? Five lug nuts. <laughs> Let me get this straight. It's a lot of math, Freddie. We probably should move on. Nuts, <laughs> wet box, 
I'm just bringing up the point by right, these tires and I'm the just, boxes. I'm, I'm just trying to follow. And the rubber and the nuts. The lug nuts. <laughs> just bringing a point out. <laughs> and baby Jesus. <laughs> a little mountain. This is where baby Jesus came from. <laughs> <laughs> you think Mary was a virgin? <laughs> that has to be good. All right. <laughs> just asking the. Biological question, TJ. That's all. I'm crazy. Hey, <laughs> just a biological question. Sam Mayer, huh? <laughs> What's the next topic? We covered it all. I think I have bingo. <laughs> this is where Sam Mayer got punched oh. by Sam you. Mayer was giving people the finger on that topic. Oh, was that a drive box? Oh, we're gonna get canceled. Thank y'all for listening. It's been a great run. Yep, here we go again. Some dude, the timeline's going to say, was driving down the highway home from work, almost crashed my car laughing. I hope we don't cause any accidents. Uh, I feel bad. Yeah. Okay, I mean, spot on. <clears throat> innocent questions. That's all I ask. Spot on, spot off. Sam Mayer gives Ryan Truex. Oh, God, bird. you can't say that. <laughs> Sam. He gave him the bird. <laughs> <laughs> the do funny. Oh God, Sam Mayer. Yeah. Okay. And you said you want to quit, Brett? And I love Bob Pockris. He answers so many people's questions on Twitter, and no matter how many times they ask it. But I do have one question for you, Bob. Does the DBC studio have lights? <laughs> it has plenty of lights. We got these yeah, boob lights. Big. Is what you call them? Boob lights. Yep. Those All are right. our boob lights. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but if you get, if you say it, then um, they're Austin Power then, lights. Then, yeah, they, uh, uh, remember the scene where the girl comes out with machine gun boobies? Bob, we uh, <laughs> we got those free with when Brett bought his box of uh, friend. <laughs> Take a picture of those <laughs> so we can share that later. Yeah, so, yeah. So that, and then there's other lights, but they're turned off. Mm-hmm. So. Plenty of lights here at the at the DBC studio. <laughs> is that the most frequently asked question you get? Every it day? is. Yeah. It is. It's, uh, people enjoy it. So the the only the only issue I ever have with it is that sometimes when something's going on, people like just fill my timeline with it. Then I don't see other people's kind yeah. of questions that actually, you may really want to want, 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 want to answer. But it's a uh, it's been a fun thing. If there's one thing that I have learned from producing this show, it is that even when you think you have everything organized, there are still moments that will catch you by surprise. Here are some of my favorite random miscellaneous moments from this season. So I have one idiot, but I have to preface it with, I respect all oh men and women in law enforcement. <clears throat> they have a thankless job, and I appreciate them keeping us safe. But I got the dumbest f- ticket in my life in, uh-huh. in California this week. What'd you get one for? Speeding. Unsafe left turn. <laughs> and what I did was I can't. Sounds coming up like to a race. <laughs> I come. Yeah. I should have said you shouldn't see all unsafe left turns. I just what made over here. here. Was that, did um, you get it in the race? <laughs> I uh, so I was coming up to a light that I needed to make a left at, and I wasn't paying attention. I said, "Oh shit! I got to make a left here." So I stopped. And there was a, a guy left me a hole, so I, I backed up a little bit, nosed into the turning lane. Nobody's even coming behind me. There's nobody behind me. So I just backed up. The guy let me in, nosed into the turning lane. Again, like your race. So I am, I am nosed in like 90% of my car probably. Light goes green. I make a left turn. 
Whoop. Still no problem. Whoop, whoop. I'm like, so he pull, he's like, I see the lights behind me. And I didn't, I'm like, he's pulling me over. I doubt it. So I just move over to like, I'm getting out of his way. Well, he follows me. I was like, guess he is pulling me over. He comes over to the window. And he said, uh, you know why I pulled you over? I said, no, I actually don't. Like normally I do. Normally I'm speeding or doing something stupid. Didn't have a seatbelt on and freaking pageland. Uh, <laughs> And I can't uh, believe you got a ticket. I got a ticket for page. No, it's not a seatbelt. I drove by a cop in Pageland going 30 <laughs> miles an hour, and the guys pulled me over. I saw you didn't have your seatbelt on. I'm like, how? What are you, are you serious? That's why you need 10 um, windows. Yeah. Uh, so, did you anyway, have it on? No, I didn't have it well, on. Well, then you deserve it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I <didn't laughs> So, Damn. Uh, you I, be a spotter. I said to the guy, I said, I don't. He said, well, you made an unsafe left turn back there. And I said, what does that mean? And he said, all four of your tires were not inside the turning lane before you turned left. And I said, okay, thank you very much. And I, he left and I thought, I said the Nick was riding with me and I said, this thing's probably gets on a rental car. So it's probably got a, a weird license plate on it. I don't know. Every time we go somewhere, it's a, a jacked up license plate. That's not from the state we're in. I was like, he's probably saw the license plate. Probably just wants to check and make sure everything's good. He's probably not gonna write me a ticket for this. I was wrong. He wrote me a citation for unsafe left turn. And I would like California to maybe just break off the country and slide out into the <laughs> Pacific Ocean. Um, well, they but, said it was going to happen when I was a kid. So <laughs> I just, I was like, I was like, I for literally, honestly, I'm going to be honest. I really thought Brett started a prank show and somebody was <laughs> with me when the guy said, well, all four of your tires, I was like a pit stop, you know, like when you got all your tires in the box. Yeah. Like I literally had to have everything but my right rear in there because I was nose like three quarters of the way. And you can hang more. the right rear. Yeah. That's like, allowed. That was, that's allowed in NASCAR, not in California. Not don't California. do that. Okay. So anybody, if you're going to make a turn or go straight, just don't, don't mess with the lines. Or and, just don't go to California. Yeah, just don't ever go to California. <laughs> It'll be a good start. I told Nick, when I said, you're, you're driving, driving downtown LA, that's, you do that more than the, the funniest thing was I like, this guy pulls me over we're right on Figueroa Boulevard where the, my yeah. hotel is. And so I leave a pull away, driving straight down Figueroa. I get a quarter mile down the road and we're like over by the Staples Center and a guy is in the right lane. And I guess he wanted to go to the Staples Center, which is on the left and just drove straight across four lanes of traffic and hung a left right in front of me and almost wrecked me. And I'm like. I guess that's when he had all four guy, in before yeah. he got there. <laughs> I was like, I was like, so what, what, what is this a moving violation with points? I don't know. I have to look it up. I was really, I didn't really want to deal with it at that moment because I thought wow. I was going to be a little upset. Well, but so that cop, I don't understand the ticket. So maybe I'm the, idiot. maybe I'm the idiot. Maybe he's the idiot. I'm not sure which one. You know, it is, I, get, but. I understand like people blow through stop signs a lot. Like don't even come to a complete stop and do that stuff. But an unsafe left turn. I didn't even like if I would, I would have got that if I was like in the center lane and like said, Oh, I got to go left here. Like, like, and like, like, yeah. Like yeah. if I just, if I just like, Oh, I got to make left here and just go from the center and make it. I was like, I was in the light. Like whatever. I like downtown Austin. It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I, there's a, there's, there's a lot like, of good stuff. It, to do. it can be great for a block. And then the next block be kind of so, sketch. And yeah. it's, it's kind of weird. Any stories that we should be aware of? <laughs> no, just no Freddy's stories. We <laughs> saw a good, we saw a good band uh, one night. I forget where that was. The blind pig. Oh yeah. That was fun. Blind pig. Good country band. I love country music. We went to a brothel. Technically. We did. All right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's called the midnight cowboy. Y'all look it up. Speaking of brothels, Are we allowed to say this? it was a functioning brothel in like 2000. I know we're like totally banned from talking about football on here, but did you see what they offered Jimmy Garoppolo? I did see that. Did you see this? No, it's got something to do with a brothel. Yes. The yeah. brothels offered him. If he signs a long-term deal in Vegas, they said free sex for life at the brothel. <laughs> Wow, is that the bunny ranch? I said, I Andrew, said Andrew's freaking 
out and like put it. Wait, where they cut it. I said, I said, it's a bunny ranch. They're going to need four no, I, teams out there in Vegas for all the guys that want to go out there and play. <laughs> I don't know if we could talk about this on the show. Why not? Look, people are going to be sophomores in high school going, man, I just want to play for the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> That's where I want to go. Just, they're gonna have a. They're gonna need a big practice squad out there. <laughs> I bet. I bet all the Raiders have sold out on fanatics right now. Oh my gosh. Uh, go right. Raiders. Well, on that note, have a great week, everyone. On that note, <laughs> don't forget to send us your comments, like, share. Stay Check safe out, out there. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo signs with Vegas for 13 years. Oh, One million dollars. <laughs> Total. <laughs> Hundred thousand a year. This is all getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is Jimmy a lifetime. <laughs> there's no other the racing podcast that's going to talk about brothels. No, no, you're never going to find us anywhere. This else. is what makes DBC special. One of a kind content. <laughs> yes. Got that right. Andrew's right. sweating. It's been fun. <laughs> I don't know what I'm keeping in. <laughs> you're keeping all of that to, like, in. Go to the mic. And- can I keep this? Oh, yeah. How do we get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or go Raiders. We even get to talk about brothels. It wasn't. We a went real to a brothel. brothel. We went to a brothel. Well, that's like last. It week. was no longer a fun. Uh, what a wild brothel. transition. What in the world? <laughs> yeah, he no, randomly Brett, talks about Brett, strippers. Brett, last week, like we were not talking about anything. You're like, I went to a strip club. You're like, what? <laughs> I didn't well, get there. You said, speaking of strippers, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, what? No, no one, no one, no one mentioned. Yeah, no a one was club. talking about a stripper. <laughs> speaking of strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but no, we appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Uh, feel free to shout out. And speaking of bachelor parties, me and Josh have something else in common. What is it? Nobody will ever figure out how me and Josh got our wives. It's just so like I know she's big <laughs> on uh, Instagram and or Twitter, TikTok. I think it is right cooking. Yep. But yeah, you'll see why if you follow her cooking. That uh, yeah, me and him have a lot in common. We uh, both we did great. We both have out. I don't. I don't visit. <laughs> I don't go to strip clubs frequently. Where does this Well, come she's from? not a stripper. I don't and know where you go. She's not a stripper, so that's good. For, for Freddie's bachelor party, I ended up in a strip club. Yeah. Alleged. Charlotte. How come they haven't given us that erectile, erectile dysfunction uh, read yet? I don't know. I, I feel like we would do a phenomenal job with that one. Oh, I'm sorry. A marvelous job with that one. <laughs> Freddie, it's a very... It's a, it's a very hard it's, read. If we didn't have it before, we're about to have it, it now. It is a hard read, I would imagine. I want to. I mean, maybe that's Gluck's next poll: is do you have erectile dysfunction? And listen to DVC. Because I want to know. I, hopefully, those people that are in the hot tub have it. <laughs> I actually, that's a valid point. Yeah, I mean, that, that hot tub's getting full. But, but could you imagine showing up at a hot tub with a, with a bottle full of erectile no, dysfunction no, medicine? Brett, that's no, we don't want to think about that. They'd be like no. fiends over All that right, stuff. Well, this listen, show has taken a turn. Well, I got the best idea I've ever had on this like, show. Give Andrew, Run Andrew in. over. Let's Give slip him. one of those pills when I was in and drink the morning of the race. You guys are <laughs> talk, talk, about, talk about Iron Man. We know who, who's finished first. Yeah, yeah. They course, don't have to do any course record. Hey, it's, it's a photo finish. <laughs> they don't have to do any of that army crawling stuff, do they? Oh, valid point. Beat by a. Uh, uh, never yeah. mind. <laughs> Y'all are giving visuals we did not need. Any, are we done with yeah, Andrew, Andrew, we're done. Don't swim on your back. <laughs> we're, all, the guys in here, all the guys in here are laughing, and all the girls are shaking their head and not very funny. I, Andrew, never mind, your, it's not your, a great idea. How's your backstroke look? <laughs> all right, well. Got to sail? <laughs> <laughs> sail away.
You can give us a call. Let us know what you think about. I, I don't. I don't even know. Just let us know what you think. Call our new number seven zero four eight zero two nine five seven two. Thank you for those who called in. I I am losing control of the show. So let's move on to Ask DBC. Submit your questions to us. Said bigger. By using it's like a rudder. Hashtag ask these. Oh, it's hot in here again. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, moving on. NASCAR's SVP of competition, Elton Sawyer, says there. SUP? That, did you S- just say so? I said SVP. SVP. I said SUP. NASCAR's SVP of competition, Elton Sawyer, said. There were a lot of things that we learned. I thought the way we executed getting the wets on, that worked out well. After the truck race started with wet weather tires, making it the first oval race to start with this tire compound. Well, DBC fans, thanks so much for listening to this special edition episode of Door Bumper Clear. It was so much fun to go back and listen to some of the stories, conversations, Oh, and random jokes that we had over the course of this season. But you can't say it's the end of the DBC year yet because we may or may not have a Christmas show in the books. Stay tuned, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this special edition of Dorm Bumper Clear. I'm your producer, Andrew Curland. Something tells me you're going to hear from us pretty soon. Dirty Mo Media. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.